When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Serious, men of Reddit who have had an abusive wife or girlfriend, what did you do to get out of it? Literally an are you in an unhealthy relationship poster in my office building. I walked by it every day, and eventually took it seriously. I'm a woman but this is what I'm dealing with right now. I keep reading it and thinking number. He doesn't fit Xbox but then a week will go by and the box is checked and the list grows more and more accurate. TL. DR. She was crazy, but her dad was cool. I dated this girl for over a year because I just couldn't figure out how to get rid of her. She was insanely jealous and any discussion of my unhappiness in our relationship just brought accusations of cheating. These inevitably led to punching and kicking. I never really felt like I could fight back. Any action to defend myself would probably have ended with me getting arrested. She was much smaller than me, so most police would most likely take her side. I was trapped. Eventually her father came to visit. The first time he and I were alone together, he immediately asked if I was okay. He said he knew how she could be. This confused me at first. I barely knew him and didn't know if I could trust him. Just told him everything was fine. It had been for a few weeks. He stayed a few days and by the end of his visit I could see he was just a cool dude who knew his daughter had issues. A couple months later I reached my breaking point. I was miserable. I just wanted her out of my life. I looked in her address book for his number and called. I told him I couldn't take it anymore and was trapped unless I defended myself with physical force. He sighed and said can you hang on till Thursday. He told me he'd make the 8 hour drive to my house if I could wait a few days. On Thursday afternoon we were standing in the kitchen when there was a knock on the door. She answered. Surprised to see her dad. What are you doing here dad? He just shrugged and stared at me. I blurted it out. I'm breaking up with you. We're done. She charged at me with clenched fists. But he was ready. He grabbed her from behind and put her in a full Nelson hold. She was dragged like this across my driveway and thrown into the backseat of his car. The last time I saw her she was trying to kick out his rear window as he drove away. There's a good possibility I may owe my life to that dude. I feel really bad for him. She was otherwise a wonderful person. But if she lost her temper, look out. Hopefully she found help. Her dad must be a son. After 10 years, I started setting and holding boundaries and gave myself a bottom line for what kind of treatment I would and would not accept. Largely thanks to advice from my therapist and some really good friends. She started sensing that she no longer had control over me and made a big show about moving out to try and get me back under her thumb. 
I just continued holding my boundaries and bottom line, which further enraged her. She caused a huge dramatic scene by coming over in the middle of the night demanding to take the dog. I changed the locks, the garage code, the Netflix password, kicked her off the Google Play family plan, made a therapy appointment and scheduled a meeting with a lawyer to get my options. Armed with this new information I told her I was done and that she could lawyer up if she wanted to but that I was willing to pay as much as it took to make sure I was out. That was a month ago and I've never felt better. If you hear a little voice inside you saying to get out, let it take over. Become your own advocate. Get your life back. Not the Netflix password. I would classify my ex as an emotionally abusive and manipulative person. This culminated in her cheating on me. Denying it when I found out, and then trickle truthing me and our group therapist for months. I eventually decided that I had gained everything I could from our group sessions and ended all contact with her. I blocked her everywhere. Months later, she contacted me through chat of all things, saying that she had information that affected my health and that I would suffer the consequences if I did not reply. I did, and was told a few things. 1. She allegedly had hepatitis C. Doubtful. Really, since it is so rare to get from hospitals. 1. She had seen our therapist, who now totally agreed that I was at fault to lie, since I had seen her only a week before for an individual session and she mentioned having not seen my ex in months. 1. She was now seeing two other therapists that both agreed that I was a villain whatever. After our conversation, during which I told her that I thought she was a dangerous person for me to be around, she contacted many mutual friends on Facebook and told them that I was unsupportive during her time of need. Several of them, mostly those who only knew me as her boyfriend, unfriended me. No big loss. I got tested for STDs just in case, was found clean and haven't heard from her since. My sister's partner was abused by his girlfriend for 10 years. The only reason he left was two of his friends literally kidnapped him to save his life quite truly. She nearly killed him twice. Once by breaking a marble chopping board in his head. She also tried to castrate him with a knife. He was so scared of leaving the house he sewed it up with fishing line. His friends took him out to the country and while he didn't get over it, he realized he could survive on his own. He has a PTSD, depression and his epilepsy had got worse over the years since probably because of the head injuries he sustained from her. We've been slowly supporting him to break the conditioning she left him with. He will apologize for anything even if it isn't his doing. He has improved over the years I've known him and he has supported my sister greatly after she lost her husband. She cherishes him for his utter selflessness, loving nature and the joy he takes in being loved without cruelty. Be happy and loved by someone who truly deserves you. Holy crap what a psycho good on his friends for getting him out. I insisted on divorce after years of attempted couples therapy. We were together for 15 years and unhappy for at least half of it off and on like a roller coaster. I tried way too hard to make it work, out of pride and embarrassment. She was abusive, unfaithful, emotionally unstable, a financial burden, and a batchet crazy succubus. I filed everything pro se, gave her 40k, and absorbed 9k of her debt in exchange for my freedom. No kids involved, but I lost the dog. The latter is what hurt me the most when all was done. It was so worth it, and I only wish I had abandoned the sinking ship years earlier. Life is too short. Three years later, I'm happier now than ever with a great dog, financial freedom, supportive friends and a wonderful family.
I lost my dog in the divorce too. Still think about him all the time. Hurts, man. My first GF was wicked abusive. I tried to break up with her after a few weeks and she slit her wrists in front of me to prove how much she loved me. I was 15 and terrified. We ended up dating 2 years because she would threaten suicide and I was not in a good place due to my mom's gambling. I was homeless for a few months and she tried to make me depend on her non-stop. When I finally broke it off I just cut all contact. She had moved schools the week prior. She stalked me for years after and told people I raped her even though we never went beyond kissing. I lost a lot of friends because her lies. The last time I had contact with her was when I was in Iraq and my mother just died. She sent me a message on Facebook saying condolences for my mom. I didn't even know she passed yet. She even sent flowers to her funeral. She freaking terrifies me. X was a fighter. In other words her emotional response to pretty much anything was to get pee off and pick an argument. All of the following happened. Some several times. Had a bad day at work. Pick a fight about dinner. Flight was delayed. Here comes an argument over text. Didn't like the music playing in the gym. Started an argument with me. Let that sink in. She didn't like the music in a public place so dragged me into an argument. She loved to debate and would pick apart not just every word I said but the inflection in every word. The arguments could be about anything. She was a master at finding a single minor detail and then picking at the edges of it until she worked herself until a rage and blew up. It finally got too much when I was having anxiety attacks and developing hand tremors. I was trying to think all the way through conversations before they happened so that I wouldn't say anything to set her off. It was like a switch flipping when it went. One minute I was groveling and trying to talk my way out of another argument. The next I just calmly said, enough is enough. I can't do this anymore. And hung up the phone. Haven't spoken to her since. Christ this would put me on edge so bad. Emotional abuse counts possibly? She pushed me to the point where I just stopped doing anything that made me happy. I was beyond depressed. Still kind of bounces back and forth depending on the day but it was bad. One day she started an argument and jokingly asked when I would move out. I told her by the end of the week. There it is. Throw away because I still have to see her. My now ex-GF was pretty abusive both verbally and emotionally at first. She would yell at me for things like holding her hand or not. But eventually it got to the point where she started to hit me. Worst part was she emotionally beat me down until I tried to take my own life. And afterwards kept telling me she was the only one there for me. She would tell me I couldn't push her away because I'd have no one else. It ended after we fought and she punched me because I didn't kiss her. I stood up to her and we broke up. She ended up leaving me in the city and told me to find my own way home. Well I did. And now we don't talk. I just have to see her a few times a week. It's vague. But I'd rather not go into too much detail. She's a redditor and she already spreads enough crap about me. She told me one day she was gonna get pregnant whenever she wanted and I didn't have a say. She told me she'd just stop taking her pills without telling me. I refused to let her bring another life into this. I left. Smart move. I was with the mother of my kids for 6 years. She slapped me, threatened me and slapped many of her friends. She got into a fight with my much larger brother and freaked up his nose. She was mentally abusive. I just stayed because of my kids, which I know is wrong. I was always thinking she was cheating on me and caught her a few times lying who she was with and whether she is at work or not. Out of 6 years, 
She worked maybe three while I supported her and our kids. Turns out I was right. She had been cheating for almost the entire time. I have to get a DNA test for my daughter. She also gave me two sti that I had to clear up. What broke the last straw was the second sti. She admitted to sleeping with 8 people, but I found out 2 more she didn't admit to. Unfortunately I have to deal with her for the rest of my life because kids. I lucked out. She broke into my house and attempted to steal my dogs, smashing a bunch of family heirlooms. Cops were called, and since her mailing address was still at my residence, they couldn't compel her to leave and it wasn't technically breaking and entering. The cop had his floodlight on us, and she, like many times before, lost it and began punching me in the face. They then gave me an order of no trespass. I was with Jean Doe for exactly one year and two months. She was always controlling me, manipulating me, and the worst part, convincing me. Everything that ever happened was always bent around so it was my fault regardless of what happened. I could never win with her. She knew how I worked inside and out and played me like a board game. So, I told her quite literally that I was sick of her having control over my life and those in my life, unraveling everything she had woven in place to keep me in check. I got back in touch with the friends she made me kick out of my life. Started doing the things she didn't like me doing, including drawing which for some reason she despised. why? And I watched her self-destruct before I finally ended it with a polite I'm breaking up with you. I expect my belongings back next Monday. I'll have yours as well. The next few months were the best of my life. I was so free. Practically limitless. Catching up with friends over a little Caesars that was nearby as well as the 7-Eleven that was attached to the LC building. Energy drinks, pizza, and Xbox until 6am was the best way to catch up with one of the friends I lost. I miss those days. I'm having a lot of trouble letting go of my ex because of a recent relapse. But this post makes it so much easier. It sounds exactly like him. And I'm so happy I left. Thank you. I got out of it by moving back in with my dad at the age of 38. The abuser was an active alcoholic addict with undiagnosed borderline personality disorder. We had been together about 10 years in a toxic relationship. She was manipulative and emotionally abusive. I was no son, either. Then she started getting physical, and that was when I had a moment of clarity. She was trying to wrestle my debit card away from me so she could go buy more liquor and I realized if I kept going on with her. Things would get worse physically and I would be the one going to jail. So, I threw some stuff in a bag and left for my dad's house. I ended up staying there for about a month while she spiraled further out of control. Eventually, she agreed to get help and spent a week in a detox and I was able to move back home. I got sober as a result, and with a lot of help from family, friends, and things I don't understand. Have stayed sober since. After detox she spent about 3 months in a recovery house. Sadly, it didn't take and she continued to drink and use. But I couldn't let her go. We dated off and on during the times she could stay sober. Eventually she started seeing someone else and played us off each other. Dragging me back into the thick of it. She moved back in with me about 2 years after I first left. History repeated itself and about 18 months later I had to head back over to my dad's house because she was getting worse and more physical than ever. Just over a month later, she went away to a recovery community for around 9 months. She managed to get to a year of sobriety, and we went out a few times, but she was still manipulative and started playing me off other guys again. The she relapsed, 
I cut it off and went no contact. She would ping me ever 6 months or so, but we never engage again. Overall, the relationship devoured over 17 years of my life, and I'm still not completely over it. She died of a H overdose about 6 months ago. Whoa, that last sentence. I'm sorry you devoted so much time to what ended up up being a lost cause. I hope you don't attribute an ounce of blame to yourself. You did all you could. Luckily she moved 3 hours away. I broke up with her right before she was leaving for the weekend to look at apartments in her new city. I was told to break up with her in a public place but I caved when she insisted on coming in. That was, of course, a huge mistake. She wouldn't accept that I was serious about dumping her and wouldn't leave, saying that she had a headache and it wasn't safe for her to drive home. She spent the rest of the night trying every manipulative trick she had to win me back, even telling me that she loved me for the first time. I gave her a non-committal we'll see, which was enough to get her out of my apartment the next morning. Once she left, I went no contact and stopped replying to her messages. I would have called her a taxi when she said it wasn't safe for her to drive home. Went to jail for it. She bathed my face and clawed my arms, both drawing blood, and the cops were called. She was taken away, but I ended up being charged a few days later because she was smaller than me. I got a crap lawyer and had to take a plea. Spent 5 days in jail after a tour in Afghanistan. After that I moved home with my parents. We started at a community college, ended up with my BA, and later on, an MED, and moved to a new state. My life is great now. Wish I'd known how to get out of that sooner, and with less damage. Had a GF once that hit her crazy well for a while, but I had a few experiences with PG versions in the past with other women and started to see the signs. Like if I didn't text back right away she would get angry and possessive and pee off. She was always wondering where I was who I was with act, insisted I see her every night or I must be mad at her and would apologize for whatever she did to make me mad. I was in school full time and working full time to pay for it, so I did not have a lot of free time. Didn't matter, that sort of thing. It got to the point where she was threatening to commit suicide if I didn't text her back, even while I was at work, so I did what I thought was best and told her we are done. I totally cut contact with her after that cold turkey. I make it my purpose to never go near where she lived or where she worked. Blocked her on social media. No contact. I felt like a total dong. But there was no letting this girl off easy without a serious crap storm. She would have all day conversations with herself through text without me saying a word. Beginning with, please don't leave me yada, yada then she would get angry and send full page texts of all bold frick you you piece of crap mother, I'm the best you'll ever have, then sorry I was yelling I just love you so much, then if you don't text me back I am going to kill myself, then I'm sorry for saying that, this happened every day for a month, I felt terrible for her but I knew that if I texted back even once she would win, I would call her friends to tell them she needed their help and almost called the police a few times to check on her, but it was all a ploy for me to respond to her, she would never go through with it, so I ended up contacting a friend of mine who was a cop for advice, and he said to change your phone number and forget about it, so that's what I had to do, found out a few years later that she had to move back in with her parents because she was self-harming, she was doing this long before I showed up, and couldn't hold down her job, fourth in a year, 
She made me feel like a real piece of crap the entire time and responsible somehow for her issues. But another part of me knows if it hadn't been me, it would have been someone else. So to answer your question, it was not clean, it was not easy, and it was not without learning a lot about myself in the end. I hope my story helps. Good luck OP. Was with a girl that turned out to be a hardcore alcoholic, and wasn't even 21. Also did see and pills. Would try and beat the frick out of me when drunk. Was also emotionally abusive. She actually broke up with me because I was lame and complained when I found out she lied about being at parties and crap. She tried to get back with me and freaking stalked me. Sought out my family members in public and harassed them. Waited in the parking lot for me to get out of the gym. It was freaking weird. I eventually moved away. She locked herself in a bathroom ex Mars morning with a chef's knife and threatened to kill herself. So I involved the police. She sounded serious. They show up, pull her out of the bathroom, take her outside for questioning. By this point, she'd destroyed thousands worth of personal effects and the damage was evident all over my house, including a shattered window where she threw a skateboard wheel at my head. I'm covered in scratches, cuts, and bruises. The only mark she had on her is from where she ran into the corner of a wall at full force trying to get to me. Police arrested me, in my house. I didn't engage in any of the violence and destruction of property. I didn't even raise my voice at her. Spent ex Mars in a jail cell. After the ensuing court fiasco, I didn't and couldn't see her again. She came and got her crap out of my house while I was at work a few days later. Don't let it get to that point, like I did. Once the violence starts, it never ends peacefully. What's the worst thing your boyfriend girlfriend has done to you? I had been dating this guy for about 4 months. We went out for dinner one evening, his treat. I was really starting to fall for him by this point. So we're at dinner and he goes to the washroom. He's gone for a really long time and I check my phone. Text message from him. Bye. Just left me. With both our meals which I had to pay for. He drove and so I had to take a taxi home. Don't know what happened to make him leave but probably for the best. He definitely crap his pants. I got married when I was 19. Things weren't great. I went back to school meaning I was in bed by 9 to get up at 4am to travel hours to school. We were TCing a lot of each other as he normally worked until midnight. He was roking, paying the bills, while I worked to get a better job. One day the bank called me saying they were gonna charge me W fraud because I'd used my debit card, inserting paper as a check and taking out cash. It was my husband. I knew something was up. Couple months later I find out he was smoking crack. I searched the app and found spoons, lighters, baggies etc. I asked him, and he admitted everything. He was smoking crack every night while I slept. Nothing had been paid and we were basically fricked. Comma I was 15. Comma my girlfriend of 3 years. It was crappy, mind you, but you were 12 when you started going out. When I was 12 I still wanted to be a ninja turtle. Dang. I still wanna be a ninja turtle. An ex of mine cheated on me, in the bathroom down the hall from my bedroom on New Year's Eve. Two weeks later, I find out that she has hidden the fact that she had a child, that a friend was raising, for over 9 months. I'm just glad that I dodged that bullet of crazy. My boyfriend failed to wash his hands before going down on me. His hands had slap your mama seasoning on them. My tea was on fire. I briefly considered going to the hospital. 
We've been married for 7 months now. Upvote for happy ending. I'm posting this for my fiance, about me, the other night, I was sick with the flu, I also ate something that had upset my stomach, on top of the flu, because I'm an idiot, we went to pick up some medicine for me, and on the way home, I told him to floor it because I needed to throw up and have explosive diarrhea at the same time. Oh, did I mention that we were visiting his parents at the time? It was splendid. By the time we got to his parents house, I was exploding from both ends. I sprinted to his bathroom and decided to take care of the poop first. Well, after taking the crap of a lifetime, I clogged the toilet. Panicking, I grabbed the plunger and tried to unclog the unholy discharge of my bowels. As this is happening, I'm gagging. The toilet water stopped flowing when it reached the top. And because I wasn't enough of an idiot already, I thought to myself heard air let's try to flush the toilet now so I flushed. Again, the water began flowing over the rim of the bowl. My soft, squishy poop was plopping over onto the floor. At this point, I'm freaking out. By freaking out I mean my brain has stopped working and I'm laughing like a hyena because the only other option is to cry. Now my fiance is worried because he thought I was throwing up so violently. It sounded like laughter. He knocked on the lock door. Bacon Blossom. Are you okay? Honey, I need your advice through the lock door. What happened? Just let me in. No. After much arguing, I open the door. He looks at me standing in an inch of poopy water holding a plunger. He then looks at the bathroom floor with my little poop nuggets clinging happily to every surface. His mouth just dropped open. It was then I started bawling. Let me wake up my mom. I can't find a mop he struggled between his own gags. If you love Emmy, you will tell her I tease your poop. What? I swear to god if you want to marry Emmy, you will take the blame for this and tell her I tease your poop. Needless to say, I don't do well under pressure. He ended up getting some towels and cleaning up my poop off the floor while I threw up in the sink, sobbing, two feet next to him. So I'm pretty sure this is the worst thing any girl has ever done to him. I'm also pretty sure that if he can clean up my poop off the ground and still want to sleep next to me, he is a keeper. TLDR. Poopocalypse 2012. Can't wait to marry this man. Marry him right now. Found out my grandma had passed away, my only living relative. I took a personal day at work and rushed home to arrange the needed paperwork. I opened the door to my place. Then GF lived with me, already streaming with tears only to catch her freaking my best and only friend I've known since middle school. Grandma is your bro. She timed it to make sure you found it. Grandma bro got your back. I met him in the desert. I redeployed 4 months before he did. I waited those 4 months. After being celibate for my 6 month deployment, I spent $300 on a dress to surprise him when he got home and $600 on the airfare, and then approx $2000 for expensive meals and a hotel the weekend after he got back. After my trip was done and I got back to my base in TX he told me that he had fun, but that he wanted to play the field, and that all the times he told me he loved me, multiple times a day for 4 months. I should have been smart enough to know he just wanted a guaranteed frick when he got home. I don't date anymore. I haven't even developed feelings since then. Pretty sure I'm broken. You're not broken but you are hurt. And you have right to be. That was a really crappy thing to do. But if you don't trust someone again. If you don't let someone special into your life. Then that idiot wins. Don't let him win. 
cleaned out my bank account, took half my shirts, my stereo, all my music, all the dishes, the food from the fridge, and my bed, to run off with her new boyfriend that I didn't know about, all in the span of about 3 hours, did not leave a dear John note, had a friend stop by to break up with me for her, that night, I learned to not ever, ever have a joint checking account with a girlfriend, for any reason. For a mind numbed moment I thought you meant that she cut all of your shirts in half and took one half of each. I realize my foolish mistake, but I rather prefer it that way. When I was a freshman in high school, I got my first boyfriend. He was a year older, and seemed like a cool guy with similar interests. Within the first month, we went to see the rundown. The date started out pretty normal, and we were the only people in the theater. He started trying to mess around which was something my prude 14 year old self wouldn't allow. During the scene in which a monkey jumps on the rock's face, he decided that he wanted to frick. In the theater, I punched him hard enough and often enough that he gave up. Wisely, I didn't say bye after that. Later in the weekend, we were at his father's house for his band practice. He said he'd like to go into the sauna with me. I should go in and wait. He was just finishing up. After a few minutes, I wondered where he was and decided to check. He had barricaded the door so I couldn't get out and informed me that it was punishment for what happened at the movies. It seemed like forever of me complaining that I was thirsty and my head hurt until he let me out, and I ended up passing out on the floor of his basement. A gigantic red flag number 2 was still not enough to make me GTFO. I told him that the things he did to me weren't right and he promised to change. When he didn't and I tried to break up with him. He threatened suicide. After that, he became more violent. He threw a brick at me once. I dumped him then. He ended up in the hospital because he attempted suicide. I went back. He didn't change his violent habits. And I finally decided that I didn't care if he lived or died after he beat me with one of those metal folding chairs people use for parties. He tried to kill himself three more times and ended up in the psych ward. For months after he got out, he continued to call me. For the rest of high school, and until I moved away, I made it my personal mission to tell every girl he dated that he was an abusive butthole who no human being should ever willingly endure. Three of them came to me after with pretty horrible stories, and thanked me for warning them so they got out before things got as insane as they did for me. TLDR. I was a naive 14 year old girl who got into an abusive relationship and was too scared and stupid to get out. Okay. You wanna hear crazy? It all started out on one lovely May afternoon. I was at work. My girlfriend texts me. She wants me to help her clean her ferret cage so she can give the ferrets to her friend. I agreed to help her, like any loving boyfriend would. I get off of work. I shower and clean up. I go to her house. I go inside. She begins yelling at me for being my usual one minute late. She then tells me that she is too sick to clean the cage, and I'll have to do it alone. No big deal. I go down in her basement and clean the nasty cage, clean my mess up, give them baths and get them ready to go. I'm now finished with my chore. I walk into her room. I had been texting a guy friend of mine. I'm a guy who lives roughly 35 minutes away. He wanted to hang out later in the evening. She worked at 8pm. So I'll let her know at 8 I would be going to hang out with my friend. This is where it went bad. She gets instantly furious. She starts throwing crap around her room. She jumps up, pushes me on her bed. My car keys fall out of my pocket. 
She snatches them up, and quickly hides them where I'm unable to find them. She bites me on the back, leg, shoulder, and arm. She begins ripping my already thinning hair out. She then chokes me. I'm trying to find my keys. I call the police. She throws my phone and it breaks the screen. I give up and put her arm behind her back. I held it there until the police arrived. I was arrested for domestic battery. She went to the hospital claiming her arm was broken. It wasn't. Oh. And I found out the next day she had fricked my best friend and his girlfriend. BB crazy. All my charges were dropped and I didn't have to go to court. But spending a night in jail changed me forever. TL. DR. Did. X. GF big favor. Want to hang out with friend. She flips crap. I go to jail. She fricks my best friend. I had an ex who had checked out long before we broke up. She maintained that it was a phase so I tried to stick through it for 4 months. That was the hardest thing I've ever had to deal with. Emotionally. Right here man. Right here. Brofist. When me and my big ex were living together. I had my wisdom teeth taken out. He replaced my Vicodin with ibuprofen. Then ditched me to go to ecstasy with a obnoxious fat drug dealer. I was miserable for weeks. I was with a girl for 5 years. Lived with her for 3. She had befriended this guy a few months prior and started being really sketchy when dealing with him. Lying about seeing him. Not coming home until real late. Constantly glued to her texts. 2 days after we had an argument about it. My brother gets into a horrible accident and cripples himself for life. Girlfriend doesn't want to deal with all of that or my family and breaks up with me for personal reasons but still wants to be friends. I want her to move out, but she begs me to stay in the house until the next semester. My name on lease, and reassures me the breakup is not about the guy. About two weeks later, I get wind from multiple sources that she and this guy have been considered an item for a while. I lose my crap, collect everything she owns in the house, and place it by the curb. By chance. She did not come home that night. I happened to forget the next day was trash day. Girlfriend at the time had fricked one of my friends on Valentine's Day while I was on military orders several thousand miles away and hadn't seen her in months. That kind of stung a bit. Ouch man. That sucks but. Well. My ex-boyfriend and his girlfriend celebrate their anniversary on the day that my boyfriend called and woke me at 3am to dump me from a frat party where they both were. Well, he didn't cheat on you. Got handed off to some other guy at a party because the guy I was dating at the time was not that interested in me. I didn't know anything about the swap until later on when the friend had me pinned up against a wall. And when I protested about how I was in love with X, he said, Oh, that's okay this was X's idea, comma. I had a relationship with a guy when I was in high school that was very volatile. He was overly physical with me, but I wouldn't say he beat me. His parents and him moved away and after a few weeks of long distance I broke up with him. He then got on a bus and came back to the city. My parents were out of town. He shows up at my house at midnight, breaks in, slits his wrists in my kitchen and then threatens to kill me. But he cut his wrists so he couldn't. At this point one would think I should have called the police but I felt sorry for him so I called my friend to come and bring him to the hospital where they said that he didn't cut himself very deep and he was fine. Didn't hear from him for years and then a few months ago he tried to add me to Facebook. So I blocked him. 
Same sort of scenario for me except a couple of hours after I blocked him on Facebook he hung himself at his friend's house where we had first met 3 years prior. The guilt never leaves. I'm seeing a common theme and just need to ask, doesn't anyone realize that if your ex fricks your best friend then that person was not your best friend? I was told by my last serious boyfriend that he invited me to go live in Australia with him. Lasted 9 months from when I got there, as an experiment to see if he could change somebody to what he wanted. He also said the reason why we weren't fricking on a regular basis, once a month if I was lucky, because he was too tired after working a manual labor job all day. This is coming from a man who stays up until 3 or 4am on Fridays watching Bleach anime and playing Xbox. FML. Your red flag of GTFO should have been when he wanted to know if he could change somebody to what he wanted. Made me get an abortion, which he refused to help me pay for, two days after my birthday. Two days later, he dumped me, in the middle of a 3 hour car ride, in front of my parents, while I was still bleeding from the procedure. Do I win? My ex, who is, in point of fact, a W, cheated on me with a white supremacist cokehead. They're together now. If she grows up to be half as obese as her dumbass mother that will be all the sweet vengeance I require. I misread that as cockhead and was quietly nodding in agreement over here. This will probably get buried. Warning. Not safe for life text. My girlfriend knew I was a heavy sleeper. I sleep through a lot of stuff sober. But when I'm drunk I simply don't wake up unless something really out of the norm happens. I slept through our bed collapsing in an earthquake while sober. I was fairly drunk the night after I broke up with her. It wasn't too brutal. Just was at her house. Told it to her. We both cried. Then I left. I woke up at about 2am to find her on my bed. There had been a toothpick shoved down my dick hole and she had broken it so it splintered. I have never experienced pain as I did that day. TL. DR. My ex is now in a psych ward. Not in caps. Can't tell if SRS. Comma this was about 10 years ago. Comma Tim and Sophie are now outcasts at my school. Dang. Your friends know how to hold a grudge. Or you're getting your details mixed up. Boyfriend at the time was rubbing me. We were getting pretty into it and I was about to CM. Right as I started to orgasm. He yelled out CM for Zoidberg. Whoop 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 whoop. Needless to say, it totally ruined it for me. I was laughing way too hard to actually finish. Ever had an orgasm drop right in the middle? It sucks. I punched him in the arm after I stopped laughing, which took a good 5 minutes. An ex of mine from high school was a little crazy. I broke up with her. She snapped and got committed. And when she came back to school she was sitting in front of me in our English class. She suddenly, in the middle of class, jumped up and started yelling at me at full volume. She was rambling on about nothing in particular, as she wasn't sane. But she eventually just ran out of the room at full speed, and down the hall. Still yelling at full volume. Eventually the principal went over to her, while she was in the stairway, but that didn't go over very well. More yelling. She was expelled. About a week later I saw her in the mall. Same thing happened. This time she threw a chair at a security guard, and was carried away by the police. I haven't really seen her since. Throw away. Obviously. I met him when I was 16. My mother was his AA sponsor already starts off on a bad note. We dated for over a year. I thought he was off drugs but later found out he was using H the whole time we were together. 
During the span of our relationship he stole hundreds of dollars from me, overdosed on sleeping pills in my dorm and almost got me kicked out of school. He was constantly lying to me and disappearing at all hours of the night. I bailed him out of jail a few times. Finally, I broke up with him before I left the state over summer vacation. On my 18th birthday he hung himself in his backyard and left me a note saying sorry it was on your b-day, among other drug induced incoherent jumbles of words. After that happened, I dropped out of school and did way too many drugs for a while. I'm just now getting my crap together, a year later, and have finally stopped blaming myself for his crap. Ugh. Grammar and spelling may be off. I am la tired. I had been dating this girl for 3 months or so, went on vacation to see my family, came back and she broke up with me for my best friend. They dated for a little over a year, broke up, and she came crawling back to me. I didn't get back with her, I just let her buy me stuff. It was kind of scummy on both sides. I think all of you guys need to get better friends, or at least be more careful with who you call your best friend pretty much made me feel like a worthless piece of crap when she continued to punch me in the face, back, pull my hair, etc. I am a woman btw, either way violent relationships is never good, whether you are the same gender or not. Hug. Cheated on me, I broke up with her, proceeded to play countless mind games over the course of a year, then I manned the freak up and I don't talk to her now. I was terribly sick for a month or and had been violently puking a lot, mostly yellow bile, self-diagnosed myself with an ulcer, anyway, it was about 4am and I was feverish, near death on the bathroom floor and puking, my girlfriend of 4 years walks in and says can you wait to do that, I have to be to work in 4 hours, thankfully my friend stopped by later that day, who hadn't seen me in months, and took one look at me and drove me to the emergency room turned out to be gallbladder disease and pancreatitis spelling i had to have emergency gallbladder removal surgery as soon as i recovered i moved out b i have had a long line of nightmare relationships i just seem to find the wrong girls one of the worst things was a girl who claimed to fall in love with me as a virgin we dated for about a year before i found out she'd slept with other guys I kept trying to sort it out, even forgiving her for a while but she kept sleeping around, saying she couldn't sleep with me because I was special and she didn't want to ruin anything with me. A TL. DR. Start dating virgin. After 18 months she had fricked 6 other guys and not me. Almost 3 years ago, I dated my first boyfriend for about 3 weeks. Being my first legitimate relationship, I was head over heels for this guy. So I went on vacation with my family in South Carolina. The whole week I was there, we were talking about how much we missed each other and how we couldn't wait to see each other. That Friday night, the night before I came home, he sent me a message saying that his ex was back in town and that they were getting back together. In his words, he liked me, but he loved him. Naturally, I was up till about 3am crying my eyes out while my ex's friend comforted me. I've been happily dating his friend for over 2 years now and I couldn't be happier. But he loved him. That surprised me more than it should have. My ex made me eat beet salad when he knew I hated it. Yep, we were at a BBQ put on by his Russian friend's parents. I managed to avoid it in the buffet line. 
Then he loudly states that I miss the beet salad that I love so much, in front of said friend's mother, and proceeded to pile it on my plate. He kept bringing it up at the table so I was forced to eat it. You do not get out of eating everything on your plate at a Russian mama's house. Worst day of my life. Meanest thing ever. He wanted purple butthole back the riding. My ex went out of town with her dad. They went, via train, from Phoenix to Seattle. The second night she was on the train, she was being very sketchy to me and not answering many of my texts. She finally called me and sounded a little drunk. We talked for a couple minutes and she said hold on, I'll call you back in 5 minutes, I'm just ordering another drink. She also mentioned that she became good friends with the bartender. Keep in mind, she was 19 at the time, so... She doesn't call me back for another day or two. I'm a little weirded out but I don't really question much. When she got back, everything was cool for a couple weeks. She then told me that her and her dad needed to go to LA for a weekend to do stuff about their passport since they were going to Japan the next summer. I researched what you would need to go to LA for regarding your passport. Didn't get any leads. I asked if she was cool if I came out there with her and her dad for the weekend. She was very hesitant and said no because they are splitting a hotel room. I told her I could pay. One night, she gets hammered and passed out in my front seat on the way home. Out of curiosity, I looked in her texts and see these texts from the bartender from the train. Basically, when she told me she would call me back, she went and flicked this dude. Her dad was also aware of this. I immediately pulled over the car, kicked her out on the side of the road. The next day, I reported him to Amtrak. I had his full name, and he was fired. TLDR. Girlfriend goes on vacation with her dad. She fricks a random guy meets on a train that is 15 years older than her. Dad is cool with it. Not quite a direct answer to the ARPS question. However I was on the other side of the coin. I was in the best friend position. Night started. Me. Friend and his girlfriend. Still currently dating. Went out to the club for a couple drinks and to have a good time. I was the designated driver in third wheel so I did not drink and was in charge of taking care of this really drunk couple. Girl says she has to grab crap from her house and insists all night long to drop off her boyfriend first as he was passed out by now. While she is grabbing her stuff, she texts me asking if I need company tonight. I tell her I'm tired and don't want to and then she proceeds to call me a gay pee afterwards. I drop them both off at my friend's house and never let him know as I understand drunkenness but they are still madly in love and don't want to ruin crap. I have thought about being a good friend and telling him. However things seem to be looking better for them ATM and I will just stay clear of trouble. I dated a girl who was kind of extremely manipulative and crazy. She lied to my best friend since kindergarten about how I was a terrible boyfriend and such. Started dating him. Lying to me the whole time. Then finally broke up with me. They dated for about 6 months. And my friend admitted he made a mistake. I didn't totally blame him because she's incredibly manipulative. Eventually he realized that. Too. Though. And now we're best friends again. Forgot to insure or register the car we bought together. T-boned a foreign exchange student with it, snapping his front axle, then refused to drive it when I fixed it up for her. To top it all off, she didn't even sell it when she decided she didn't want it anymore. She abandoned it in a parking lot and let the city tow it away. The only consolation was that the title had been in her name, so I was only out my half of the purchase price instead of all that liability. 
this will get buried. My ex-husband gave me HPV. Then I was diagnosed with cervical cancer and had a hysterectomy. Then he divorced me because I couldn't have kids with him. Dong. Got herself knocked up by telling me she was on a birth control regimen and that the uh, conception day was literally not a pregnancy day. She was not very forthright about what kind of day that was. And this was her second attempt. As a result, we got engaged. The okay thing to do. Right. Only to dump my butt a few months later. She got married pretty soon thereafter. It lasted less than a year. Now she's in her mid late 20s. Living with her parents. And trashy as ever. But dang if she doesn't still get nearly half of my freaking paycheck every month. Pro tip. When a girl throws a very real temper tantrum immediately post calitus because you employed the withdraw method. Freaking run for your life. As soon as we broke up she proceeded to go to my college account and drop all my classes 3 days before they started. No one should frick with someone's education. This will be too far down for anyone to read. But I just found out that the guy I have been dating for 2.5 moss is actually married, and has been since June. We met at the end of October beginning of November, and I had no idea. His wife was actually away at boot camp, so that explains why she never called texted communicated with him while we were together. I don't and never will understand why people get enjoyment out of building such extravagant webs of lies. This guy had an answer for everything, too. It was the night of my 18th birthday which was a big deal because I could finally drink legally in Quebec. I live in Ontario where it's 19, but it's a 15 minute cab ride across the river into QC from where I live. Anyway, a friend's uncle owned a bar over there and the entire top floor of the bar was reserved for our friends. Everyone I knew was going for my birthday. We were all 18 and it was going to be an epic first night of drinking legally for me. People I hadn't spoken to in years were telling me over Facebook all week how they were gonna make it to this epic party. So that evening I'm pre-drinking with my GF and some of our friends and we're all getting super stoked for the party. But I notice my GF has finished almost an entire 26 of vodka to herself. And she was a pretty messy lightweight. But she seemed fine so WTV. It's all good. We called a cab and got ready to head out. We get to the bar and some of our friends had a few beers to finish before we head and so they went around the corner to chug them. This is when all heck breaks loose. My GF instantly switches from sober mildly buzzed to full blown alcoholic drunk. She starts screaming insanely at every person that walks by. Even people from our school who came up to say hi to her are getting screamed at. I tried to tell her to chill but she's past reasoning with at this point. So I tell her I'm going into the bar without her. This for some reason, brings her back down to sanity level for a moment and she opens her purse to grab her it to show the bouncer, oops guess what, no freaking it in sight, she's screaming crying at this point and starts kicking my shins and punching me in the face for no apparent reason, I manage to grab her and walk her to her cab, so we both get in and I tell him to just drive us back to my place, halfway through the drive, as she's crying sobbing, she vomits all over my lap and the cabbie kicks us the frick out. So we walk about the last 20 minutes to my house. But mind you, my birthday is in December in Canada so it's about minus 20 C out and the vomit is frozen to my jeans. In case you were wondering, I was more sober than an AA meeting at this point. We finally get to my house and I drag her upstairs and throw her in the bed. Go take a shower and throw my clothes in the wash. Go back. Put the covers over us and just decide to sleep it all off and try to talk to her about it in the morning. 
10 minutes after I turn off the light, while she's drunkenly snoring beside me, her bladder says frick it and she pees all over me, tl, dr, went out for my 18th birthday party at a bar where all my friends were waiting, only to get attacked by my drunken gf who left her id at home, then got puked and pee on, and missed my own party. What's the biggest red flag you overlooked because your so was so hot? We were both college freshmen. We fricked a few times before I found out she had a boyfriend. After I found out she constantly complained about him and suddenly I was caught up in but you wouldn't treat a woman like that would you 13,131,123 inches and next thing I knew she broke up with him and we were dating. I came to find out over the next few months from her friends that for the last 2 years she had not spent a single day without a boyfriend despite me being number 5 during that time. Every single boyfriend she would find someone else. Cheat. Talk about relationship problems until the new guy was white knighting. Then break up with the old and be dating the new guy in the same day. But it's not like that she's really into me nope. 4 months later and out of nowhere she breaks up with me talking about needing space and concentrating on her studies and 2 days after that one of my friends is telling me he is dating her and he hopes that's okay since we are friends. Of course it's not okay you dipshit. Either you die a hero or live long enough to see yourself become the villain. He got into a car wreck because he installed a playstation in his car and he and his friend were playing it while he was driving. Yo dog, heard you like crashing cars, so we put GTA in the front dash so you can crash cars while you crash your car. Interestingly enough, his ex cornered me at my place of work right as I started hanging out with him, and she warned me about him. I brushed it off and wrote her off as crazy, sure enough. Literally everything she said came true. Her warning always lived in the back of my mind and eventually helped me get the nerve to kick him out. I've always wanted to run into her again and thank her and apologize for calling her crazy. This reminds me of my sister. She did the exact same thing with the next several women her ex dated. None of them believed her when she said he beat her and would do the same to them. Some of them blamed her for stressing him out when he started beating them. When I asked her dad for her hand in marriage, he said are you sure you know what you are getting yourself into? He was not joking. When a family member of the so says it. My ex and I had an argument as we were going to bed, realizing that we weren't getting anywhere. We decided to deal with it in the morning. I fell asleep and she kept fuming to the point of her turning towards me and punching me in the kidneys. I woke up unable to breathe. I don't react well to violence and just got dressed and left the apartment for night. She apologized in the morning and we talked it out and in some warped logic agreed that since she is so petite, her hitting me was not a big deal. Nah, it is a big deal and there is no justification for violence. Every time we fought she would call her mom and after minute hand me the phone and start to go down on me while her mother told me how she was and how I had to treat her. Frickin' nuts. So far this is my favorite one. He nearly got us killed tons of times while he had his initial D-like fantasies of going around tight corners super fast and cutting it real close with rock walls, despite how many times I told him not to. Panic attack nearly every time I had to hop in the car with him. Deja vu. Any pleasant, romantic, sweet, loving, gratuitous thing I did he would would treat me like crap. When I would show zero interest in him for being such a donghead he would treat me like royalty. Pull out every stop, every trick in the book to romance me and make me forget about it. When I would be sweet back it turned him off, 
The more I ignored him and rejected him for being a total butthole, the more he wanted me. It was this weird game. After a while I grew tired, I didn't want to play anymore. Been there done that, frustrating as frick. Her sister told me you're not seeing the real her, she's a CEO or boy I should have listened. Her best friend told me about the four other guys my virgin girlfriend was freaking. The best friend then tried to get me to sleep with her. Story was true. Didn't bang her best friend. This was right after high school. He had his own name tatted on himself. I brushed it off as quirky. It's gotta be a joke, right? There's no way a real live person could be that comically narcissistic, right? Long story short. He eventually started playing recordings of himself singing and playing guitar. While I pleasured him, the cherry on top was that he never reciprocated and was by far the worst lay I've ever had. Like I did not know the depths of how disappointing sex could actually be. And I'm not even gonna go into the emotional disappointment. I'm ashamed to admit that our relationship lasted almost a year because I was in denial that someone so good looking could be such an irredeemable pile of crap. In a similar but different vein, I had a girl tattoo my name on her breast after me telling her repeatedly not to. I watched her be abusive and manipulative towards the guy she was dating when I met her and we were still just friends. For some reason I thought it wouldn't be like that with me, it was. She also told me herself, when we first started dating, that she was really fricked up and that most people who dated her ended up hating her. I didn't believe it. She turned out to be really fricked up and I ended up hating her. On the bright side, she was at least honest about herself. Facebook wall covered with those really trashy fake friends cause drama posts written in cursive. It's a red flag, my brain knew it, but my dong thought it knew better. The dong is surprisingly influential despite its well known bad judgement. Her father told me days before we got married that she was a 7 narcissist and incapable of loving anyone but herself. Thinking back, all I had were red flags, no green flags really at all. She cheated on her last boyfriend, and despite all my friends telling me to not do it, I did, and you'll never guess what ended up happening. He moved way too fast and kept pressuring me to have a baby with him, after knowing him for 4 months, oh boy. I dated a guy who would talk about how he couldn't wait for me to cook and clean for him every day, we dated for a total of 6 months. I noped hard out of that one. Everyone warned me he was, and is, non-committal. Proceeded to date him with the idea of but what about Emmy? Who wouldn't want to commit to Emmy also a red flag about myself? Heyo, we all have red flags to someone. Well done on recognizing a red flag in yourself. When they say every guy girl I've met has abandoned me, and I didn't do anything wrong or something along those lines. If everyone else is always the problem, then you might be the problem. Didn't faze me though because t. If it smells like crap everywhere you go you should probably check under your shoe. Alcoholism. We were both young. I didn't think any of it until I started to reflect back on it about a month into the relationship. We had literally drank every single night we were together. And we were together every single night without fail for 3 months. She would either pick me up from work and have a case of beer in the back, or I would go visit her at her place and she would already have a bottle of wine on the go. The biggest red flag should have been the first two nights we ever officially hung out. I picked her up from her friend's house because she needed a way home. 
The entire way home she just kept telling me how much she wanted to have sex with me and how bad she wanted me. She couldn't even keep her eyes open. I told her how uncomfortable I was because she was so drunk and I was so sober. The next day I told her what transpired and she would tease me and call me a pee for not doing it. It was such a huge conflict in my morals. It took me 3 months to finally walk away from that, and almost $3000 later, but I'm glad I was able to. No one was worth that kind of mental pain. When talking about sex she felt the need to mention I wouldn't need to wear a condom cause she's been came in so many times and hadn't got pregnant yet. She's a keeper. Where do I start? His drinking problem? His volatile relationship with his ex-wife? His never being single for over a decade? He was recently unemployed and had been fricking a very gay drug dealer for the opportunity to do molly. He insisted he was straight and proved it by fricking some fat catholic chick while on the molly. This has the potential for an awesome side character in a comedy. Held my hand, looked deep into my eyes, and wistfully protested, don't finish your schooling in the city an hour away, I am afraid you will meet and like someone else instead. What is that bodgip quote? If you are wearing rose colored glasses, all the red flags just look like flags. That quote is exactly what ended my last relationship. I had to laugh because I honestly never thought a freaking cartoon would cause me enough introspection to end the relationship. He was dumber than Iraq. I swear to Christ he was the walking inspiration for Derek Zoolander. Walking and screwing were about the only things he could do without breaking something or causing something to go wrong. P. Attempted to wash. My. Dishes with laundry soap. Was apparently unfamiliar with two knob showers and couldn't figure out how to make a hot shower happen at my place until he asked, could not, to save his life, remember where I lived or what apartment I was in, even after coming over 5 times, thought a US president had the same unilateral powers and reign as a monarch, confused the 4th of July with president's day, assumed his work schedule was incorrect for scheduling him on president's day as they must be closed, and simply did not go in, consistently told me our star signs were plutonic together, still unsure what he meant. Upon learning that shelter dogs were always fixed, asked me why there were so many puppies then. I made it through 3 weeks. If I'd have stayed with him I'd have had to develop a heroic drinking problem just to cope. Good lord was he hot though. I seriously didn't want to admit he was also profoundly dumb. Attempted to wash. My. Dishes with laundry soap. Men's 18 in one body wash. I'm mentally unstable. Emotionally manipulative. And will probably hurt you. But, dat but. Why would I put away my shopping cart? People get paid for that. Proceeds to leave it in middle of parking spot. I ended up putting it away myself anyway but my god. She said don't post pictures of us online. My ex owes me money and won't give it to me if he sees I'm with someone. She was still dating him. We found out about each other, obviously. He and I talked it out and became friends. She went on to cheat on more guys. Well at least there was a happy ending. One girl I liked had some amazing boobs that were exactly my type. Too bad she had a tattoo of the Columbine shooters on her waist. He was a drug dealer who lied about literally every single thing, had me sharing my location with him at all times, and constantly cheated. Since then I've gotten myself esteem out of the trash can but I still am so mortified when I think of how low I was, and how he took such advantage of that, but he was so hot. 
probably telling me that the reason I was emotionally attached to her was because of my white ownership mentality. Cause black people don't feel attachment, I guess. Man that was a train wreck. She was super into her looks, wore lots of makeup, talked negatively about other women's looks, watched the Kardashians as much as humanly possible, talked about Instagram constantly and oh my god, as I'm typing this out. I can't even remember what the heck we ever did while we were in the same room together. As soon as sex got boring, our relationship was over. Makes sense now, but at the time, I tried like heck to make it work yet simultaneously, I had no idea what to do. Him grinding on me and groping me at a concert when he was with his ex and dumping her the next day to be with me. I was 16 and a self-conscious idiot. He did the exact same thing to me a couple months later. He fell in love with that girl and was with her for a year. I found out that they broke up because she cheated on him throughout the relationship. Karma? Ah. High school. What a truly bizarre amazing miserable time. I dated a charismatic man who was so much fun. Let's call him Eddie. Because that's his name. Eddie was the definition of life of the party. Had wild stories for days. We would sit at a bar and he knew someone everywhere we went. Only men though. And most of his stories involved a crazy woman. I didn't fully realize that until later. And then BSP. Eddie ended up getting blackout drunk and violent one night. Very aggressively kept me in his apartment by force for hours and hours. I thought he was going to kill me. I tried calling 911 and blurted out the address and fast as I could but he grabbed my phone before I could finish and sinisterly grumbled to the dispatcher. She's fine. He took my phone and my keys. He smashed me into some walls and grabbed my face and roughed me up. I escaped and he was charged with assault. False kidnapping, interference with a phone during an emergency and disorderly conduct. Don't trust guys with more than 10 crazy girls in his past. TBH, the crazy ex-victim complex bar should be much lower than 10. Nothing was ever his own fault. It was always everyone else who was wrong. Or who had the problem. Everyone was always out to get him. He was the problem. It was Valentine's Day, and I drove her about an hour and a half to this nice Indian restaurant in the state's capital. We really don't have a large Indian population anywhere so we have zero restaurants like it in town. She was also flirting with vegetarianism and I wanted to support that. After a very nice meal the owner of the restaurant came to our table to ask how everything went, and even complimented her necklace and asked kindly if he could see it. He remarked that it was very nice, but casually set another necklace on the table in front of her and said that perhaps she would look better in that one. Surprise, it was my gift. I had planned the whole thing. On the way home she was very quiet, and when we got back to my place she said she had to take care of some things and left kind of quickly. When she called me about a half hour later she admitted that she was confused by the whole thing and that she didn't have a nice time, and that she worried about us because we were so different. She wasn't used to eating fancy food and dressing nicely just to have a meal, and since I went through all of this trouble I must have done something wrong. So on the way home she had thrown the necklace out of the window and kept driving. I calmly asked where she had thrown it, and spent about 2 hours going up and down that particular stretch of road until eventually, at about 2am, found it in someone's yard, and all I did was give it back to her and told her that I loved her and that she had nothing to worry about. A few months later she would leave me and confess that she had cheated on me at least 6 times and that she wasn't attracted to me but the sex had been great, and she wanted to be single so that she could pursue other things. 
I calmly asked where she had thrown it, and spent about 2 hours going up and down that particular stretch of road until eventually, at about 2am, found it in someone's yard, and all I did was give it back to her and told her that I loved her and that she had nothing to worry about. You are a friggin'son, I hope you found someone worthy of you. Sacrifice is something other people do for me, apparently I was dating a Disney villain and didn't notice. Fresh out of juvie, no job, constantly talked about how hot his female friends were, I'm furious at teenage me for putting up with that crap, but I thought he was so hot, looking back, he wasn't even that attractive, his personality was definitely ugly as crap, he's in prison now, probably will be for the rest of his life because he can't go more than 2 weeks without totally freaking his life up. If you want some type of comfort, I can tell you I was this guy for most of my teenage years and into my 20s and wholeheartedly my biggest regret is still that one girl from high school. I'm sure it'll be the same for him. Very early on, he cold raged at a stranger in an online game because said person took his main, sabotaging and guaranteeing our entire team lost because we were so fragmented. Later. I discovered he had massive body hangups to the point he couldn't handle giving or receiving much directed physical attention without shutting down emotionally, so I didn't even get to benefit from the attractiveness. Much later, I discovered kind is the sexiest thing you can be. I discovered kind is the sexiest thing you can be. I love that. Only dated this guy for 3 months but the red flag I missed was he had a DUI. He owned his own successful restaurant and was a very beautiful man that loved to cuddle. I didn't find out till the end he didn't have his license back yet and he was drunk every night. He had driven to my house so many nights already tipsy. At the time I was also a 911 communications officer. An officer had pulled him over while he was tipsy but due to him being so close to home he let him go. That's when I knew we probably shouldn't date. A year after we broke up, one of my M's friends called to tell me my ex died in a drinking and driving accident. His head was completely decapitated. I thank god every day I wasn't in that car, but at the same time I wonder if I could have made a difference in his life. The only person who could have stopped that was him. Never blame yourself or feel like you could have fixed him. There's support but it only goes as far as the other person wants it to go. Well she tried to make out with my best friend. Who is gay so it didn't work out. She broke up with me when she got her modeling contract in NYC. My mom said that the relationship doesn't count because we were only together 2 months but my dad was like wrong. My son dated a model. I like your dad. He makes it sound awesome on paper. Told a mutual friend I was going on a date with her. Her response to finding that out was to text me. I'm gonna kill you. I told you not to tell anyone. Yep. She was in school to be a mortician, which I found strange initially, but when we had sex for the first time she insisted that I don't move or talk, like she just wanted me to lay there quietly while she rode me, like I was dead. I was okay for the first few times but she got like literally angry if I would break character and start moaning or thrusting. Turns out, she's a necro and she gets off on dead things and having sex around dead people. He told me he was writing a book about himself viewed through the lens of women that he'd had sex with. I didn't realize it at the time, but it was a big red flag that spelled narcissist. He thought of other people, particularly women, as a cast of characters in his life. He also insisted he was a devout Christian but said several things that implied that he thought God and him were more like peers. I'm not religious myself, 
but I'm pretty sure I know how that chain of command is supposed to go. M addict and escort. Eventually found out, the escorting did not bother me much and she cleaned up. Have been together for 3 years. Thing is, it was weird because she looked like a perfectly well groomed, attractive professional girl but was a total tweaker. Yup, it's hard to tell for some. I was a kid in business school, front of class, good grades, and stoked to learn. Most of my friends thought I was just super energetic and outgoing. Until I crashed and admitted myself to get help. 5 years clean. He constantly called himself a dickhead. Bragged about how if anyone flicked him over he could just drop them like that and he wouldn't care. I supported this cause of course. If people treat you badly you need better people nope. He gets bored of routine and he's left me and our baby to live this wild lifestyle. Yep. Definitely a dickhead. Her family culture was based on lies. Her mother was a Christian scientist and her father was an atheist, so when she got sick, he would find clever ways to get his daughter medication. She was so used to deception that she would lie without even thinking. I personally don't like having sex on my period, so when I told him I'm on my period and didn't wanna have sex he wouldn't believe me and wanted me to prove it. What's the most fricked up thing your so, or ex so, has done to you? Thought I was cheating on her. Smashed my iPod touch with a meat tenderizer and bleached all my clothes and kicked me in the balls. Turns out she was cheating on me. Projection is a crazy thing. Texted me from her mom's phone saying she was in the hospital. She lived 3 hours away. Nobody would answer their phone because they were all in on it. Basically she, and apparently her freaking crazy family, wanted to see if I would drop what I was doing in case of an emergency involving her. We are no longer together. Photoshopped ultrasound pictures, positive pregnancy test pictures etc in order to enhance a lie that I had gotten her pregnant. She would call me 10 times a day crying and screaming at me with very graphic and very believable details. It gets way worse than that but that paints a pretty clear picture. I didn't dodge a bullet there, I evaded a machine gun. She wasn't pregnant at all and, I have to wonder what the heck her end game was. I'll make him think I'm pregnant and then... My ex completely cut off contact with me out of nowhere 2 years ago. We were together for 2 years. Things were going as great as ever. And then in mid-August, one night after I dropped her off at her house, I never heard from her again. I called her, texted her, dropped by her house multiple times. Her roommates would always say she wasn't there, asked her friends, etc. Finally gave up after a month of psychological torment, wondering what in the frick I could have possibly done to deserve this. It screwed me up pretty bad for a while. I was an emotional wreck for pretty much all of 2014. It had been the same feeling as if she would have died, because that's exactly what it seemed and felt like. I think we dated the same girl. Throw away but whatever. I've got two from the same ex-wife of whom I have two children with. 1. After we separated, but not divorced, she drove halfway across the country to bone my, then, best friend, was her friend too. Needless to say, that tipped the scales as to the direction of our relationship, with me and her and me and my best friend. 
2. About 8 months ago, I got served court paperwork in which she was asking the court for full physical custody of my kids, we have 1 stroke 2 legal and 1 stroke 2 physical now, and to move the kids across the country to follow her new military husband at his new duty station. Oh, and she wanted child support. We just ended the court last week. The court granted me full physical custody of my kids, she gets summer and one stroke two of winter breaks, and ordered her to pay child support. Feels good man. Moved another guy into my house while I was overseas, made my kids call him dad. Tried to back over me with the van while home on leave and trying to get the groceries out, just to mention a few. Moved a man into our apartment when I was deployed overseas, let him drive my car, 6 speed, which he couldn't drive, also changed the locks on the door so when I got home from deployment early I couldn't even get in, yeah, I think that about sums it up. Cheated on me, in our bed, with a new friend I made that seemed like a really good friend, while I was asleep downstairs, 3 times, but you know what was the worst? The fourth time, which still happened before I found out about any of it, but I made sushi for us, a giant plate of it, and she brought half of it over to his place to have a second date with him after our dinner, claimed she made it, you know how hard IT is to make sushi, it's so much work, anyway, glad that's over, clean divorce at least, had too much evidence. Told me his ex-girlfriend had just returned from her semester abroad and they'd met up and he had feelings. So it was probably best to end things so he could see if they still had something. Two weeks later he called and said his ex had started dating someone else while abroad so obviously they weren't getting back together. And would I want to go to a movie with him that night? Come on baby. I mean, you were my second choice. But out of 3 billion females on the planet you came in second place. You're the second greatest in the entire world to me baby. Take me back. I need you. Slightly less than my ex but slightly more than most. Many many years ago, I gave birth to an encephalitic stillborn. I had my local silversmith make a custom made solid silver urn for her ashes. Fast forward maybe 5ish years, the abusive man I was with took the urn, flushed the ashes down the toilet, and pawned the urn. The urn cost me about $1800, he got $50 for it. That's one of the most fricked up things I've heard. I'm sorry he did that. About 4 years ago, after a month of being broken up, he showed up at my place absolutely wasted in the middle of the night and thought that because the light in my room was on I must be hooking up with someone. I was up late studying for a midterm. Full stop. Luckily my friend who lived across the street was still up and she came over when I asked her to. He berated me and then when he finally turned to leave, he slammed my door so hard that he pulled it through the frame a bit, and then he slammed it on the ground and jumped all over it, smashing it to bits. Then he ran back in my room, hoisted my 36 inch TV above his head and smashed it on the ground. Then one of my male roommates finally woke up and chased him out of the house. Someone across the street had seen the situation unfold through my window and called the cops, but he was already gone. But three nights later, I'm at a friend's house around midnight or so, when my neighbor calls me, he's like, I don't know how to tell you this, but, I'm sitting with James, and a cop, and he's arrested, because they caught him smashing the windshield of your car, and they want to know if you want to press charges, my car was parked on the street, so I'm guessing he went looking for it, and he was wasted again, so I was like, well, frick, 
Yay. So I went ahead and pressed charges. He had to pay me back for everything and do mandatory therapy and whatnot after spending a night in jail. And we haven't spoken since. Last time I ever fricked with crazy. Good for you for pressing charges. Too often people get away with this crap. Didn't tell me she had an STD because she thought I wouldn't want to be with her if I knew. Luckily I didn't get it. But it just shows you how important it is to have your partner tested. She served me with divorce papers while I was taking a nap due to being sick from my chemotherapy. Needless to say we are no longer married. So chemo even works for external corrupted cellular growth. Better off with a pure functioning body and life. Came to my house before school, senior year of high school, with her wrists bleeding. She told me I did that to her, then proceeded to wipe blood all over my car. I nope the frick right out of that situation. Well after breaking up, he broke into my apartment while I was out on a date. He then hid in my bedroom closet and waited for me to come home. Date went well, I brought the guy back to my place. X heard more than he wanted, he only revealed himself after my date left. He was yelling, I just grabbed my phone to call the cops. Thankfully he left on his own. He was literally hiding in my closet for hours. The older I get, the creepier that whole situation seems. I feel like it's a really good thing you brought someone home with you that night. Jesus. Cheated on me with someone at our home while I was there in a different room. It was a bold move cotton but it sure didn't pay off cause I kicked her butt out right then and there. Been together for 6 years. Friends. Best friends. Lovers. I pop the question. She says number. We decide it's time to pack up and go separate ways. Few months later I get a job offer from a different country for a wonderful job opportunity. I say yes. Quit my current job. Get all excited start packing and stuff. She calls the night before my flight and says let's get married. I cancel the flight. Tell the job people sorry I can't take the job. Week later she refuses to go ahead with any marriage plans. I'm like WTF. She's like I just don't want to lose you. I thought if I say yes, you'd stay. I and then follows the longest year of my life trying to find a decent job and let go of the hurt and anger. That is so freaking selfish. After 18 years together, he left me 2 weeks before Christmas for a younger woman. He took every computers that we had in the house with him, even the iPad, and took our only car. I had to do Christmas shopping alone, heartbroken and on foot during the horrible Canadian weather. It was the worst weeks of my life and the worst Christmas. I am so sorry, that's heartbreaking interwebs hugs. On top of the daily belittling and constant threat of breakups, my ex made me think I was this retarded abusive oaf while she was actually the master abusive manipulator the whole time. Threatened to send all the nudes I'd ever sent him to my father. When I asked him why he would do such a crappy thing, his response was, I don't know, what, the frick. He did lots of crappy things though, cheated on me, used drugs behind my back, lots of screaming and horrible insults when he was angry. So that was fun. But the sending nudes to my dad threat was, in my opinion, a whole new level of crappy. Like, that's not just doing something to me, that's doing something to my father, who has nothing to do with our relationship. He got another girl pregnant and asked me if I would raise the child. Apparently he asked her if I could raise the kid and she said it was okay. When I refused, he told me it was my fault and I made him cheat on me. He's a winner alright. 
her being a great deal shorter than me. When she'd get angry, she'd headbutt me as hard as possible in the chest trying to kill me by stopping my heart. <laughs> Sued me for ownership of my dog that I purchased after we broke up. People just don't want it to be true. She went to her brother's wedding in Cali and when she returned she treated me like crap. Then I heard her daughter talking and she was left in the hotel room while her mom was freaking one of her brother's friends she met at the reception. I learned all this 2 years after it happened when I caught her freaking a co-worker. So 15 years down the drain. Been 3 years since then and I am still single. Guess like the song from the Pantero I'm broken. At least you have good taste in music. You'll find Mrs. Headbanger soon. I caught my ex going behind my back to FCK just about every other girl in town including H. And buying coke to feed his addiction. That I didn't know about. With my money. All this while he said he was at work. I confronted him with the evidence. Which he denied and spent a lot of time gaslighting me about. But I had proof. And we broke up. I hadn't seen him for a few days. But I found out why when a policeman showed up at my door. He had gone to the police and told them that he didn't know me at all, and that I had been stalking him for 6 months. In fact he had been mostly living with me and mooching off me for 3 years up until the week before this, lying to my face, driving away all my friends, and abusing me in every way. Unfortunately I had deleted every sign of him in my life when breaking up, so I had no evidence to support my defense. His evidence was a video he had taken of me unaware when I came to his work and asked him to come out into the hallway to talk to me about why he had disappeared for days and wasn't answering his phone. That video and his other outlandish claims were enough to have me arrested and to grant him a restraining order. I spent a day in jail, in Brooklyn, which was nightmarish this after never having been in legal trouble in my life. My case was dropped because it was a ridiculous accusation, but it was very traumatic in the meantime. I have since realized he is a true sociopath. That was 3 years ago and I have not talked to him since, nor do I ever want to again. I never understand why people go to such ridiculous lengths to try and ruin people. Sorry you had to go through that. Was cheating on me with a direct subordinate from our mutual workplace, then blamed me when it got out and ruined his career and reputation. Stopped eating, cut himself, locked himself in a dark room for days while texting me 24 stroke 7. Accusing me of not caring, and all in all made me feel responsible whenever he said he'll kill himself just to keep me around. Also, stalked me for half a year after the breakup and threatened me once he found out about the new boyfriend. Lied about the sort of recreational drugs she was into and then fricked another guy in a coke-fueled haze. Stayed with her for almost a year longer. I was not a smart kid. Hey, I think we dated the same girl. Slept with 3 guys in one night while I was at home taking care of our son. She was away for training in the navy. There was much more but this was the worst. We were married. Cheated and I caught her when my daughter was sending me emoji texts. She's 5. She accidentally pasted in my wife's last text message to her boyfriend. It said this. It's a holiday weekend and we are dead tomorrow. I will be out around 1. You want to go do something other than freak? Something outside. I found out she has been freaking around with him since October of last year before I retired from the navy. I moved to another state in February to work as I couldn't find any work around where we lived. She says she has stopped with him. But how the heck do I know? 
Dude never forgive a cheater. If you learn nothing from life it's this. No human being is irreplaceable. There are 7 billion of us. Find one just like her minus the cheating part. Started dating a guy while we were married and made plans to move out with him. Got 5 credit cards in my name and bought furniture and housewares with them for their new place. I found out about the credit cards after she left me. She hadn't made any payments and they were all maxed out and overdue. It took 10 years to pay them off. Convinced me to give up my dream job a student loan repayment to move 3 hours away with her to her hometown. Only to leave me 3 months later saying she wasn't in love with me and hadn't been for the last 1.5 years. We are now divorced. Ah. Only thing really. Cheated. Said they needed a break to deal with guilt. Went out that night got drunk and banged a couple more guys. And then told me it was all my fault because I treated her like a child. Which, it's so emotionally mature to deal with a mistake by lying. Getting wasted, and doing it again, instead of, I don't know, talking and not hanging up on your so. Stole my mother's credit cards and would use them. Frequently, we caught on when we kept cancelling the cards and it kept happening also kept happening at the same places. Would use my car while I was sleeping to hang out with girls. Would berate me constantly and accuse me of talking to guys because he was the one who wasn't being loyal. Punched my air conditioning vents in my car and broke it punching my doors and denting them. Got in an argument at the beach so I walked away and was peacefully tanning by myself to be surprised with him pouring freezing cold water on me. Stole my Xbox One out of my house and smashed it. I think this guy was on drugs to be honest but he of course always denied it. Suru happy to be done with him it was the nastiest breakup ever and he physically wouldn't let me break up with him no matter how many times I've tried. Have a restraining order. Gotten him arrested. Nothing. I put cameras up at my house which finally got him to stop. It's only been 5 months since we broke up so let's hope he stays gone for good. Woke up one day as normal. Had amazing sex in the bed and then in the shower. Great breakfast of eggs and toast and coffee. Then I went to work and came home to find all the locks changed and she was yelling out the window leave or I'm calling the cops. I called the cops. They arrived. I told them the situation my girlfriend has changed the locks on the house that I was renting. They assure me all is well and go in to talk with her. 10 minutes later they come out and tell me you need to leave. Immediately. What, sir? You need to leave immediately. I live here. Where am I supposed to go? All my stuff is in my home. That's not our concern but you need to leave here immediately. So I left. Stayed at friend's place for a week. Got off the lease there and put her on it and moved into another apartment and had to buy all new stuff. Fun times. A bit late but I think it's worth sharing. X. Girlfriend's best friend is getting married into a rather wealthy family. The bride-to-be was from a rather poor family and had a schizophrenic seekhead for a brother. Being a rather high-end wedding there was an open bar with and tons of food at the reception afterwards. The seekhead gets stupid wasted and picks a fight with the entire family of the groom. The cops show up and hold him at taser point while the bride and my girlfriend plead for me to intervene. I talk down the drunk lunatic and persuade the cops to let me take him home. They agree and I load him and two of his junkie friends that were freeloading the reception into my car and book it. Taking them home I turn around to find they are passing a crack pipe amongst themselves getting high. After I drop them off I head home to pass out from my misadventure. I wake up at about 4 to the girlfriend stumbling and very drunk. She had stayed at the reception and enjoyed the evening. 
as she lays down next to me the rank odor of a sex and cn cocktail on her, with little prodding she breaks down and admits that after I left she fricked the groom's brother, played dumb for a week while I slowly moved out my stuff and then cut it off, tl, dr, saved the wedding, so my girlfriend could frick. Driving home from dinner and get into an argument, I stop answering her and she gets frustrated and proceeds to throw her leftovers in my face. Like the entire box, she didn't take out the food and throw it at me. I'm just driving and a whole styrofoam box with a half-eaten steak in it nails me in the temple. Food goes everywhere but I keep my cool and drop her off. Steak city steak steak city B. He told me yesterday he no longer loved me. My whole family lives multiple states away. I have nothing here. We're working on it. But if things don't work out I just don't know. His sisters are my best friends. I just don't know what I'm going to do. Told me yesterday he no longer loved me. Comma we're working on it. Get out now. She decided to opt out of our 6 month trip around the world. 2 weeks before we were leaving. I met some bloke online. Met him once and we traveled together instead for the whole duration. Pick up people as we went along. Best time of my life. Frick her. Once. My boyfriend, I'm a girl, for your information, hit on my older brother in front of me. It wasn't until much later that they both came out of the closet. She ordered a pizza with pineapple on it. Apparently she's into that kind of stuff. Lived with her for years not knowing. Pineapple on pizza is freaking delicious. She posted naked pictures of me, M, on Tumblr. Lucky for me, my face wasn't very visible and I was at peak physical shape. I got a lot of notes and awesome comments which built up my confidence. Jokes on her, they were submitted to a gay tumblr blog and a friend saw them and forwarded the link to me. My girlfriend picked up my cat and pointed its butt at me like a gun while declaring I know how to use this thing. The problem arose when she started acting like she was shooting me and squeezing my cat. That then fired the entirety of its bowels directly into my face and open mouth groomed me from age 15 until I was legal, emotionally abused cheated on me me for almost a year before people finally started asking him uncomfortable questions, ghosted me and insisted I was insane and making it all up before marrying the girl he cheated on me with. Big age gaps are a red flag. People, if your so is 10 years older than you and you're in high school they don't like you because you're so mature, they like you because you're easy to manipulate and abuse. Got pregnant carried on drinking and smoking so I went crazy and told her she needed to stop for the sake of the baby. Two weeks later, after quitting all the booze and cigarettes, she rang me at work and said she had miscarried. I left work 30 minutes later and rang her and said I was on the way to the hospital. She said she wasn't in the hospital. I said where did you miscarry then? She said the bathroom. Alarm bells should have really gone off then. I went home and tried to comfort her. She was just interested in getting drunk. Two months later I noticed the baby bump. There was no miscarriage. Luckily my son was born healthy and I've had full custody of him for the last 5 years now. He's 8 and he calls my so mum. She cheated on me with a transfer student one school year. I, being the idiot I am was, gave her another chance. Following school year, she cheated, again, with a guy in her Japanese class. She was a total C. Couple of months down the road. Same school year, 
she decides to bring some mace and a pocket knife to school because she thought one of her friends GF was gonna kick her butt. I found out and ratted her out to the vice principal. She was expelled from the school for having a weapon and forced to finish high school at an alternative school for delinquents. Revenge is sweet. This sounds like stuff straight out of an anime. If you are new to the channel, you can subscribe. I publish new videos every day. Until then, check another video. Bye for now. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com amazing to start your springtime adventure. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.